It's Divas That Care Radio, stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this exciting, invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each one of our listeners, as I am very grateful for each one of you. And be sure and check out all the other hosts on divasatcare.com and see all the women that they are interviewing around the world. I am just overly excited today to have with me my monthly returning diva, Deb Matlock. And today we are going to speak about weaving a spiritual connection of nature into our day. Oh my, this is going to be one exciting, invigorating show today. Deb, would you like to briefly introduce yourself to our listeners today, please? Absolutely, yes. Thank you for having me back. My name is Deb Matlock, and I live in Colorado. I have a small business uh, called Wild Rhythms, where the focus is helping to develop and nourish the sacred connection between people, place, and the world of spirit. Oh, wow. Oh, I love that. People, place, and the world of spirit. How beautiful. That just fits right into what we're going, our topic today. Oh, well, <laughs> how how would you start with starting to explain to our listeners about weaving a spiritual connection of nature into our day? What are some of the things that uh, come to your mind when you think about that? You know, I think the first thing that that we all, you know, that helps us all to consider is what does what does a spiritual connection mean to each of us? And so, for example, for myself, when I think of that, I think about it. It's my spiritual connection is how do I dance with this mystery of life and death and purpose and meaning? You know, and so if we understand what what that spiritual word, what that means to each of us. Is it awe? Is it, you know, dancing with the mystery? Is it, um, is it what propels us to question certain realities? You know, what does spirituality mean for us? Then we can look around us in the world and, and, and honestly probably see it very easily. So, for example, in my case, the dancing with the mystery, part of that to me really includes just understanding how I can contribute and, and how I fit in and how how my life um, is part of this larger web of life. And so when I look at the natural world, you know, the web of life is right there very viscerally and right in front of us, you know, in, in a million ways. And just seeing seeing myself as part of that, for me, is a piece of that spiritual connection. Oh, yes. Oh, that is beautiful. I love that dancing with the mystery of it all. That is, that is really beautiful. And I'm... I'm too. I mean, it's like I feel like I'm dancing with nature and the animals around me, and that's what brings out the spirituality of how I can connect and how we are all all connected together is how I look at it too. And it just weaves 
a whole web of spirituality for me in looking at all the different aspects of nature and the animals and how we all connect so easily. <laughs> well, and you know, you bring up such an important point, which is that we can't exist without each other. You know, we have to eat and drink and and breathe. And, you know, regardless of, of what we're eating, we are we are eating other beings, plants, animals, you know, soil, algae, you know, I've seen algae right. drinks at the store, you know, and, and we are taking in and then giving back out through our breath and our waste products. And it's like this, it's the connection is not possible, but I think, or the connection is not impossible. We have to have it to live. But to me, where it, it moves into my sense of spiritual is when I, I reflect on it and I see it and I, I, I behave in a way that is, um, you know, I have gratitude for what I'm eating and yes. and the fact that I have water to drink. I'm very fortunate living in a place where that is something available. And not everybody, of course, mm-hmm. on the planet has an ease of those things. And, you know, seeing this connection and then living in that place of gratitude and, and also um, responsibility, I think, is another piece that comes mm-hmm. out of that, for, for, at least when I look at it. Oh, yes, totally. Oh, I so agree with you because like with the gratitude and the responsibility, like with gratitude, we use rural water here. And there's so many times I just, that's something I write in my gratitude journal. I am, I'm thankful for the rural water. And I'm thankful that we have the water to feed to our animals and just to be able to nourish our own bodies along with theirs and being grateful for the beautiful sunrises and sunsets that are coming up because they're, and as the sunsets go down in the evening, they are all part of bringing in the spirituality and bringing in the web of making it all happen throughout the world. And we're all under the same sky. And that's, it's it's just so beautiful. And taking that responsibility to take care of Mother Nature and not destroy it. That's the other part I really love about being responsible. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I think when we when we allow ourselves to, to feel ourselves as part of it all and allow ourselves to open our hearts with compassion and and inspiration and um you know, that's where we can have those actions. I I like to think of them as those right soul based actions. You know what is what's calling to us? Is it is it to work on behalf of a a landscape? You know, a place in our community that is is needs to be cleaned up and needs to be tended to. Is it is it to start a community garden? You know, is it to volunteer at an animal shelter? You know, where does our heart call us um, to act based on our our sense of deep connection? Which for me, all of that is just the essence of of spirituality. You know, coming to life in the world. Is how, how can we give back? How can we support the, the communities where we all live? Right. Oh, yes. And that is such a beautiful way to put it because even like you, the people that do not live in the country and don't experience seeing all the animals on a daily basis and being out in the nature, it gives them the opportunity to see other ways that they can find their spirituality and give back others by helping, like you said, doing a landscaping project or a community garden or helping at a rescue place or something where the animals are. It's let your heart lead you 
And I think if we would all go in more inside and listen to what our heart is telling us, it would be so much easier to connect to that spiritual connection is how I feel. (laughs) Oh, I think you're absolutely right. And I I think one of the things that I've I've seen with people I've worked with over the years, one of the challenges is our... um, this is a really generalized statement here, but in Western culture, you know, we're not necessarily taught from a young age to follow our hearts and to allow ourselves to deeply love the other life on this planet and the world around us. You know, it's, it's, um, and, and so it's, it's like if we allow that part to kind of rekindle in us, you know, keep it alive in the children, but it, as adults, you know, find it again for ourselves if we've lost it or honor it even if the world around us is telling us that it's really silly for us to, to get all concerned about, you know, the mice in the, in the barn and, you know, um, but, you know, it's, it's like that's a beautiful thing. And I think that's where, um, you know, when we allow it to become such a part of our, our sense of, of purpose and our own spiritual journey through this earth is, is how do we interact with the world around us, um, I think we can, we can have this inspired spirit-filled action that, you know, it doesn't really matter if other people agree or not. I mean, I've I've done things that people have rolled their eyes at before, and I'm like, well, I don't really care. It it mattered to me, <laughs> you know, and probably mattered to this little being that I was helping. And, um, you know, that's where that's where it lands, you know. Yes, that's exactly. And you have to. Each one has to feel what that spiritual connection is from their heart, like you said. People have rolled their eyes at some of the things like you have done. I, I thought a, a thought that came to my mind was the other day I was putting some water in a tank for one of the horses and a little wasp fell in. So I went and got a little leaf and helped him. He went on that and got out. And I'm like, other people would say, why are you doing that? Well, it's a living creature too. I mean, yeah. I didn't want to see him in the water. I was the one putting the water in there. <laughs> Oh, totally. And I love that. I've done exactly that same thing in, in the bird bath and the water bowls. And, you know, I just can't watch somebody laying, you know, struggling, literally trying to survive. And I think, wow, I know exactly what that feels like. Uh-huh. You know, I, uh-huh. I can, and if I was stuck in a massive body of water like that, I would be doing exactly the same thing. We're just not that different. You know, yeah. and it, it doesn't mean I want this wasp to, you know, seeing my, my niece, it, it doesn't mean that, but it sure doesn't mean that I'm just going to sit here and watch this individual struggle. Right, exactly. And that's, it's, it's that connection that you see them as a living being and not just, uh, oh, why are they here? They are a living being. They were created. I sometimes wonder some of the things, what their purpose is, but they have a purpose. <laughs> they have a purpose. You know, and you bring up another, I think, important part of this conversation, which is that humbleness, where I, I think one of the things that, that as I've in, in my life worked around my connection with the natural world and it's become more and more a piece of my sense of spirituality, I've realized that there's so little that we fully understand. And I think Einstein had a quote, which I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, that said, we only know one half of 1% of what nature has chosen to reveal to us. And I think we, you know, living in that humble space and saying, you know, I'm not loving this mosquito infestation this summer, but I am not the one to decide why these mosquitoes are here. I'm the one to cover up 
and to put on long sleeves and to, uh-huh. you know, burn a citronella candle on my patio, but I'm not the one to say that, that they have no reason to be here because that's just, I don't know. I'm not, I can't, I can't be in that role. I'm just a human. Yes. Right. I, I understand completely. And it's, it's that inner feeling of knowing you helped something like that or helped an animal or even with the trees or watering if you if you have flowers or plants or something and watering and nurturing them. It's knowing that you gave them nourishment to continue with their life because they are all part of our life. And it's it's such an inner feeling. I just I love it. It's like feeding the animals. It's it's knowing how much they appreciate it because they show it. They are always so happy to see you when you come to feed them and the horses and even the cattle. I mean, they come following you like you've got food for us, and it's that appreciation that they show in their way that really makes it all worth it too. It just it's such a great feeling. <laughs> You know, and I think it's it's also, um, you know, because it would be it would be rose-colored glasses to think that any of us can live our lives without taking life, because, mm-hmm. you know, whether we are accidentally stepping on an insect or we have a, a situation where it's become dangerous in our home and we've got, you know, something going on that that we need to unfortunately, you know, deal with in some mm-hmm. ways. I think mm-hmm. for me where it lands is that it's about the conscious choice and in the moment. Like, for example, that wasp in the horse water, there was no reason that that wasp couldn't continue to live in that moment. You know, it's, it's like we have as humans such a powerful role in a way to make some mm-hmm. choices. You know, a cricket that got into the kitchen the other day, I just took the little the little cricket outside. You know, yeah. like I, it, it yeah. made me jump. I wasn't planning to see somebody jumping around the kitchen floor. You know, it, it was like, oh, my goodness. But there's nothing wrong. There was no reason. There was, And, in fact, mm-hmm. I said, you need to come with me because I've got cats in here, and they aren't going to be so kind. <laughs> Let's get you outside. No. You know? <laughs> um, there's no reason in that moment. And I think that that's where if we if we realize that if we look at each moment, because we also eat, and whether, like I said, whether it's plants or animals, these are living in some way, you know, we have to do enough of that just to survive that we don't have to do more of it than we need to. Right, right, yes. Oh, I agree, too. And and with the trees, I mean, I always feel with the trees, why why do people cut such a beautiful tree down just because maybe it's in their way? I'm like, that tree had a purpose there. Let's work around it. I I love my trees. They are they give such beauty and they're such to me they give so much meaning to life because they show how that I think I've said it before they show the changes that they go through and they're never worried about what the change is going to be whether they're going to have a leaf on or whether they're going to be changing colors of their leaves and they're always changing and it's just something to learn from nature to weave into that spiritual connection of how they they handle the different changes that they go through with the with you could almost say with the clothes they wear. <laughs> oh, I love that description exactly, and and yeah, I think trees can be such incredible teachers because we we all I think you know we go through changes, we go through seasons, we we go through cycles just like every other being, and and trees because they they stay in this spot, you know, and we. We see the same trees day in and day out, and 
you know, we get to, you know, if we allow ourselves to open up, we can really get to know those trees. And and it it, it helps me to remember that, okay, I don't have to do the same thing all year long. I can't I can't stay at that level of production like a flower blooming in the height of summer. You know, that flower is not blooming in, you know, in Colorado come December. The flowers are not even poking their heads up. You know, right. and it's just such a beautiful reminder that our cycles and our seasons also matter because we we need the rest and renewal, and we need those times where we're more out and times where we're less out, and mm-hmm. um, and it's all very natural and very okay. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Oh, that is so that is so awesome too. Because I think of the animals too, even like the cattle, they're just enjoying the day. They're enjoying the moment of what is happening and not worrying about, like here it's really cool this morning and this afternoon it's going to be warm and quite a bit warmer for them. But they're not thinking about that. They're enjoying that moment. And if we could all just connect to the moment of what it is rather than thinking about, oh my, what's it going to be like in an hour or two? Just you can learn so much from the animals because they're enjoying so much of what's happening right at that moment rather than thinking about what's to come in the next hour or two. Oh, that is, you know, that is such a good point. It makes me think of our dog walks this morning because we are, it's very smoky here in Colorado right now. The lots of fires mm-hmm. in the West and um, today's a high smoke day and it's supposed to get into the 90s. And we're at this beautiful dog walk, crisp, cool fall morning they're all having a great time, and I'm looking at the sky going, ooh, it's really smoky, and, and I had to remind myself, you know, oh, wait a minute, but right now it's so beautiful. You know, it's it's got a crisp chill in the air. I can feel fall. You know, let's just enjoy this and not worry about what 2 o'clock this afternoon is going to be like, because um, mm-hmm. who knows, really, what it's even going to be like. Maybe the clouds will roll in. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll, you know, get rain. It's just, but I had, you know, it's such an automatic thing, I think, for many of us, myself included, because I'm was looking at the sky and not able to see the mountains and going, ooh, we got really smoke-covered today. Uh-huh. Instead of, wow, what cool thing did my dog just find, you know, that they're smelling and getting all excited about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, how true that is. That is so true. Well, that was like the other night I was watching all the cows, and, I mean, they all... They all get along together, and, I mean, it's so cool to watch them because they'll come up and lick on one another and just give their love to each other. And it doesn't matter what color they are. doesn't matter what size they are. And same thing with the calves. They all lay together, play together. They're not looking other than they know that that is they're someone that they love. And I'm like, they're not judging them for anything else. They are, they're so spiritually connected already that they don't have to look at all the things that, the stumbling blocks that us humans put in front of ourselves so many times. Oh, that is such a beautiful um, illustration of that. Yeah, of how much we can learn when we when we open ourselves to the world around us and mm-hmm. And to me, that's that's a piece of spirituality. You know, how do we how do we treat life? How do we treat others? People, not people. You know, and and if we can learn that, like what you just described with the cows, that regardless of their color, regardless of their size and shape, they're all hanging out. Oh my gosh, what have they figured out that we are just struggling with as a species? 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I I thought of that the other night, and we when we were thinking of what our uh, topic was, and I thought, oh my, how does that that fits in so well? Because they're they're so spiritually connected already, and we just need to learn from them. If we would just take the time and watch and watch nature, nature itself, beautiful sunrises and the sunsets and the clouds and the sky, it's all just, to me, it just all weaves together to show us how we are all can be spiritually connected together and don't don't have to be a separate entity in the world. We can all get along together and we all need each other to make it a full circle, to make it all connect together. Oh, I, I absolutely agree. You know, and I think the other thing that it asks of us to kind of open up to the world, like, you know, to take the time for the sunsets and the sunrises, is it asks us to slow down a little bit. You know, we're, mm-hmm. and I've, I've, you know, I've seen articles and things that, like the, the decreasing our productivity, you know, being a really good thing for the earth. You know, if we're not on our computer 24-7 with, with lights on and drawing, you know, if we actually go outside and let the natural light be what we see and we, we spend those few minutes just being in the in where we are, connecting with whatever um, is inspiring us at the moment, whether that's the bee on the flower, the, the clouds in the sky, you know, we're taking, we're downshifting and taking a breath. And, yeah. and sometimes I think one of the greatest gifts we can give the earth is a, a little bit of a downshift. Mm-hmm. You know, all of us, busy humans just going, whew, all right, I'm going to go into low gear here and just chill. Um, Even a little bit once in a while, you know, just to sort of appreciate where we are and and not try to, not miss it. Not miss the moment. You just kind of, just take a breath. Just breathe in some air rather than just, I know I've kind of thought too, and I've, done some reading on it it's when you breathe are you just breathing or are you really breathing in the air to help it to nourish nourish your body and realize what you are doing for your body when you're breathing in that air i'm like oh man how true that is (laughs) yeah you know and and it makes me think my my grandfather when he was in his 90s before he died he he lived in texas Mm -hmm. lifelong texan and we were sitting at his place on this little deck overlooking the hill country there, beautiful. And we were just talking, and he was a man of few words. He was just successful in his life, you know, and a very busy career. And he sat there, and he kind of out of the blue says, you know, one thing I wish I had done more of is take time with the sunset. Yeah. Oh, and to wow. this day, you know, I, I, I try to I remember that, and I I think, wow, this is what he's sitting here thinking. He knows he's at the end of his life. He's very, he's he's accomplished what he's here to do. He's just hanging out now and um, enjoying what's the time he had left. And he said that was that was what he wanted to have done more of. Oh, Let's slow oh, down and watch the sunset. And oh, I will remember that forever. <laughs> oh yes, you will. I mean, I will too because it just gave me the chills as ran through me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> How beautiful, something so simple, and yet not taking the time to enjoy it till he was in to the later part of his life and yeah, wishing that he could have. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. That, years, you know, yeah. That is incredible. And that, 
And that is so true because, and how many times do people do that at, towards the end of their life and go, well, I should have enjoyed this more. And it's, it's more the little things that they, you should have taken time and stopped them and enjoyed. Because the yeah. sun, sunsets, it only takes a few minutes each evening to just look at them and enjoy the beauty of them. Last night here, the sunset was just gorgeous. Oh, it's pretty. Yeah, I've always been one big on the sunsets. I think they're just gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. It's Oh, and deeply spiritual. I mean, like, talk about awe-inspiring when the sky just does what it does and the shadows uh-huh. and, oh, my gosh, it's just, it just feels like... Uh, you know, you can feel the hand of God, the universe, the mystery, whatever somebody, however somebody, you know, understands that for themselves. It's just like this moment that I don't even, I can't even get the words out. I, I should probably stop trying because <laughs> there aren't words for some things. <laughs> no, I would agree. That's how I feel when I look at it. I'm like, I'm just in awe. How how beautiful that it can be. The paintings, the colors, we. We just can't do anything like that. It's just gorgeous. To, and just stop and enjoy it is what I say. And just bring it into your heart because that's where it needs to be because that's where that's where the peace is found if you just go to your heart and find that peace in your own spiritual meanings of it all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that. Oh, I love how you just said that. Yeah, bring it into your heart because that's where it needs to be. Oh, that just gave me chills. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly it. And then and then just letting it live there. And, you know, I know whenever I take the time to watch a sunset, I, I do feel calmer and changed afterwards. You know, I have clearer mm-hmm. thoughts. I'm, I feel a little more, um, a little less agitated about things, you know. I'm a little more patient. It's, it doesn't take that long. No, no. That's why I say it's just a few minutes of our time that can be so meaningful. And a lot of times it is those just few minutes that we take and set aside to stop and stop and smell the flowers. I think that's an old saying. Yes. <laughs> and it's, yes. it's kind of with everything. Just stop for just a few minutes and see the beauty that's all around you. And it is. It's everywhere. And it's free. And, it doesn't even cost us to do that. I mean, that's the thing. No matter where we are in the world, there's beauty you know, it's you could be in the heart of the biggest city with the most people, and I guarantee there is so much beauty. And you could be out in the most remote wilderness, and there's so much beauty. You know, it's yes. it's everywhere. Yes, it is just everywhere. If we just take those few minutes to find it, um, that is that is just beautiful, Deb. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Deb, I cannot believe once again this interview has just flown by. I'm like, oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that either. I hadn't even looked at the clock. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm like, oh wow. Well, is there a final tip you would like to leave with our listeners from what we have talked about today on leaving a spiritual connection of nature into each day? You know, I think let's let's talk about the beauty and and if we were to say take, you know, beauty moments or a, a walk with beauty as the focus. You know, if you're walking down the street to the mailbox to say, "Okay, I'm going to focus on beauty as I do that." What do I see that just really stirs my heart that is so beautiful, so awe-inspiring that I could bring it into my heart like what you said about the sunset. Bring it into my heart and let it live there. 
And so I think, you know, one tip I would have is let's, and I'm going to do the same thing, you know, let's just say, all right, I'm focusing on beauty. Mm-hmm. Any little thing, any big thing, it doesn't even matter. It's a beautiful pebble. Just just looking for the beauty around all of us. Uh-huh. I love well that. I'm going to do it. I, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That is just beautiful. Just beautiful. Just enjoy the beauty around you and just take those few moments to do it. And and you would you would be amazed how much better it can make you feel. It's just yeah. it's incredible. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Deb, I want to thank you so much for such sharing so much beautiful information today. It was just so much fun. I loved every moment of it. <laughs> oh, me too. Uh, really, truly. And I'm I'm just honored to be able to, to chat with you. I really look forward to these calls. Oh, well, that makes two of us, Deb. I feel honored to have you on Robust Lifestyle Show. It is just it's incredible. I love every moment. <laughs> and I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this absolutely exciting, invigorating interview today with our monthly returning diva, Deb Matlock. And please tune in next October again in October, and we will have Deb on, and it will be another exciting topic. And please share this show with your family and friends. Be sure to check out all the other Diva hosts and their shows on DivasThatCare.com. Remember, have a fantastic day. Take a moment and find that beauty in your day. And be kind to all. Give your animals a hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.